None of us is working. We've never had it so hard. So please don't burn our shit hose down, or we'll have to shit in the yard. Welcome to the Salty Static Podcast. Well, I've been in town for 30 years, and every summer you goddamn redders come down here, and you think you can take over the whole town? Well, you can't. Why don't you get a job, Spicoli? All I need is some tasty waves, cool buzz, and I'm... Motherfucker. You know, I was... You this s- gotta be backwards. Did you steal that tape gun from Ink and Frame? Yes. No, actually, Patty bought it for me. So fucking, she's so considerate. <laughs> Here, I got Are you gonna get her a, vac- a vacuum cleaner? I'm gonna get her a fucking bowling ball. Here's a fucking new uh, dish dish rag for you. I apologize. <sighs> a little bit. It's fucking okay. Jesus Christ. Ow. And there's bugs chewing up our remote. We got bu- oh, yeah. Dude. This place it's is fucking a roach fucking motel, dude. I'll you have to take a picture of this and put it on all the little. Rubber knobbies are just getting chewed I know. off. This is his it's TV. It's fucking so gross, I actually. It. I like, I'm touching yeah, it now. I know. So, all right. Salty Static episode number... 58. 58. We have the one and only, the man, the myth, the legend himself. Like, literally, this guy is... I've known Scooter for a really long time. This is Scooter Cardoza of Trinity Graphics. Yes. Welcome to the podcast. Glad to be here. Scooter. Glad to be here. Yeah. Scooter, you... What's... Okay, this is fucked up. I've known Scooter for... Early, early 20 years, maybe? Er, yeah, 15, early two, early 2000s. Yeah. And I was thinking this past week or a couple weeks when I knew it was coming on, what our connection was. I knew what it is. I thought about it yesterday. Is it, is it Lauren Skipper? Nope. It was, hold on, I'm going to put this on backwards because it's bothering me. It was Mike Cole. Mike Cole, yeah, yep. yeah, yeah. Mike, I was literally thinking that. Mike Cole, skimboarder. Oh, yeah, the guy used to, he used to have a house with a mini ramp. Right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, he was, that, that he was uh, bo- boys with my brother. He lives mm-hmm. like in Ocala. Do you follow him on Instagram? He's yeah, always he's doing nature like. Nature with Mike. Yeah. At Nature with Mike. Check him out. He's always picking really? up salamanders and snakes and shit. I will check that out. Mm-hmm. Instagram? Yeah. All right. He's always uh, videoing him doing like jumps. We got to yeah, go out there with stuff. our. Yeah. Oh, like mountain biking. bikes or yeah, dirt bikes. It's like a BMX style kind it's of. It's like the. Growing up, oh, BMX. like the hybrids, yeah. like the big, the big. Yeah, the, it's yeah. not quite a mountain bike, but it you can do. He does all kinds of crazy tricks and yeah. shit. Those yeah, those are real popular. I see a lot of people with those. So Lego's got a couple. of I saw. I went uh, to the Alafaya Trails one time, like yeah, south or whatever. And I don't even remember east. who the fuck I went with. Yeah, east. I don't even know who the fuck I went with, but uh, I remember being like, "Wow, these are steep, fucking like." Yeah, it's like, gnarly. I mean, like thirty foot, and it's like pretty, like vertical. And I'm like, holy shit! This and like, there's trees. They're tight little paths. And there was a guy at the bottom of one, right as we were going, and as we were like climbing up, there was like these two fat EMT dudes with a stretcher, like trying to walk up it. And they're like, how? And like, we so we're just riding by, and I'm thinking this in the back of my mind. They're walking up with a stretcher on this, you know, path that's a quarter mile off where the parking lot is. And all these crazy terrain and stuff. And they're walking up this hill. And the next thing we do is we get to the top of this thing. And everyone's like, whoa, 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 stop, stop, stop. Somebody's hurt down there. And we're like, oh. So we, like, walked our bikes down. And we're like, I mean, it's fucking a, a very steep grade. You know what I mean? Like, we could, like, we were slipping a little bit trying to walk the bikes down. Get to the bottom. The dude's fucking foot is just backwards. I guess oh. he hit the tree with his peg. And it just, like, just 
Like, you know what I mean? <laughs> his he could, pe- his he peg leg? Yeah, no, no, like, the pe- not his peg, but you know, like, his pedaling peg. Like yeah, the he's pedaling got a peg part. Now. No, no, he, he just, still, just they take the peg off and jab <laughs> it, it into the It was early wound. on. In, anyways, but yeah, what a they baby. just snapped it. It snapped back and he's laying there. And what was crazy was the EMT guys, as we were, like, walking past them, because they were, like, just going down the hills, what they were doing. I heard the guy going, how are we going to get him up this you're like not. Thing. There's no way. Like, how, we're not going to be able to get him up. He so can't I think crawl. Much, I mean, come on, dude. I, <laughs> yeah, I would start I moving. I wouldn't lay on the ground. I guess it for was a fucking... really any kind of movement was just. I mean, of his course, foot your leg's was, broken, but like, his foot was like it was the right foot, but it was like backwards. I, you didn't offer to help. No, I mean, we just rode by. I don't know, man. I, was <laughs> I know. I, <laughs> I wasn't. I'm not. I don't like that kind of shit. That's yeah. <laughs> isn't that what you did? I did, but I don't do it He's anymore. All off, off duty. He's off duty. <laughs> I wasn't on. I wasn't even kind of like even remotely thinking about being an EMT when I saw this. I was in like early 20s. What was what was the craziest EMT moment you experienced? Um, there was like a motorcycle accident. It was pretty bad. Oh. Like. It was pretty gnarly. Like, like you have to like go behind was, a truck and throw up, dude. Like, kind of. No, I don't get my stomach. Smells will make me puke. Like, I can drink a bunch of alcohol, puke if I drink too much alcohol. But like, I can drink a lot and I won't puke. I can eat pretty much anything and I won't puke. But if I smell something, I'll be like, like throw, or, yeah, yeah, throw smells, dude. I can't do a smell, but yeah, this dude was. It looked like he had his pants on backwards, Ooh. but he didn't. Sure. This yeah. wasn't in the crisscross. <laughs> no, it was <laughs> no. crisscross. That was that was on, uh, and I was on like Howard Franklin. So he was hauling ass, and he hit a thing, and his pants were backwards, but they weren't. He was just twisted. It's the motorcycles, man. They get it. Yeah, in fact, that's uh, what what's his name was saying uh, when he was here. Um, God, whatever. I can't even think of his name now. But uh, Keith. No, not Keith. Tom. Uh, Tom. Tom. The other. Uh, was that? The firefighter Jeff? guy. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Uh, was, he was yeah. saying like the oh same motorcycle. The, but the helmet was, was like, my roommate. Helmet was down the road with the Andrew. head still in it. Like yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. yeah they wouldn't pick. He, would, he picked up the helmet. And there was, was like a head, head in, it. in it or something crazy. Like yeah. he was like, oh, I'm, I'm out. Yeah, yeah that's, that's pretty rude. As long as his breath was good, Dustin would be all right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I really it doesn't bother me. I don't know. I won't puke if I see weird stuff. Oh man, that's brutal. But, um. Well, yeah. Let's talk about let's talk about you, man. Okay. This is what job. we're here for. Like, this you know, is all kind of sisters dude, into his job. Right? I know, I know. Kind of but I just really want to get into this be, with with Scoot because we, for, like I said, we've known each other forever. He was the first person to print anything Hatfield, and was the only Hatfield printer. I printed a couple Hatfield shirts like a year ago. We were they didn't look as good. Exclusive so. printer. Yeah, yeah we were hands we up. We were, we were rolling must, it, rolling in it. Knowing now, <laughs> like what you do, because I do it as well on a lower level. Let's just go for, with that. For our, on a one, different for our level. one listener out there, it, yeah. <laughs> Dustin's referring to screen printing. Yeah, screen printing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Jesus Christ. Making t-shirts. So Trinity Graphics and Scooter Cardoza, he runs one of the most, I'd say, prestigious print houses, print companies in St. Pete. Like you print for a bunch of people. Like yes. Yeah. Breweries and fucking. Yeah. We uh, were fortunate enough to have been around for over 21 years now. So we've built a pretty solid client base. Uh, a lot of local businesses um, as well as a bunch out of state as well. Mm-hmm. So, That's cool. So what did what how did you get like started and all that? Were you uh, were you like a punk rock? 
dude or something? No, my brother was a punk rock dude. Uh, <laughs> that's you? But, that's a, that is usually but, uh, Just like huff and paint? <laughs> no. no uh, my brother is uber creative, um, uh, and he always has been, and I guess I've always had more of like that art director uh, kind of uh vibe so we would come up with ideas and and he would help execute them and whatnot so just in the years of of growing up and and doing a bunch of stuff we we thought about uh starting in a t-shirt company so um you know back then we came up like with a name and we never we never produced anything it was just more conversation talk and then <clears throat> my senior year in college i was uh studying entrepreneurship and we had to start our own business. So that whole t-shirt idea kind of circled back. And um, so I, you know, revisited the idea and was kind of talking, talking with, with, with my brother and, and my family. And then like the next week, um, at that time, my brother's wife was an avid garage sailor. So her and her mom would go hit up the garage sales like Saturday morning. So he had said something to her about the t-shirt thing. And um, at one of the garage sales, there was a there was a ton of screen printing equipment, um, frames of one station press, squeegees, no inks, you know, pretty much anything you can think of. So she called my brother, my brother raced over there and uh, was like, oh my gosh, this is perfect. Yeah, Scoot will love this, you know, and he's looking at it and he's like, you know, he's like, how, how much for the whole thing? And she's like, I, I don't know, like 10 bucks. Shut the fuck That's up. So yeah, really? so he, he pulled out a 20, gave it to her. So like our initial capital startup was was 20 bucks. Um, wow. Yeah, so so then it was kind of like similar situation, Dustin, kind of like what where you've been, where, you know, what was an idea. We're like buying blank shirts at Kmart. Right. Uh, you know, we found somebody um, down the street here on 49th Street that would, uh, they would sell supplies. Um, but they also had an exposure unit in there too, so they would they would actually burn screens for us. Oh wow, okay. And yeah. um, you know that we were utilizing their screen burning skills, and uh, you know until the place caught on fire. <laughs> Holy shit! Really? Yeah. What place was that? I forget the name of it. Um, it was literally one of those things where just being aggressive, being in college, I called like everybody I could find in the phone book. Oh okay, and, like, yeah. Will you burn me a screen? Will you burn me a screen? Yeah. Will you burn me a screen? Yeah. And then, you know, we finally found somebody and, and did it. And, and we, we, our first, our first t-shirt print was, uh, was, it was a clip art of, of a car, like a old, whatever, like sixties, fifties car, um, that we got out of one of those like clip art books, you mm -hmm. know, 5,000, 5,000 clip arts. And then uh, it said like four streets, uh, four street stolen car club, four street boys That's stolen awesome. car club. So I still have one of those uh, somewhere, but. That's, that's essentially rad. that's essentially how we got started and started getting orders before we even had equipment and just kind of as you know learn as you go oh yeah well that's what i was going to get at was i must have like knowing now what i know now wait what you knew then and what i know now does that make sense i must have been a fucking <clears throat> nightmare as a fucking so th i want to say <clears throat> thank you for being so patient with me because I would have been, I would have literally told somebody like me back then, not me now. I'm like kind of, I'm good now. Uh, big deal. I would have been, I'm a big deal now. I would have been like, fuck off, <laughs> go somewhere else. Like, cause I would change colors on them. I'd change sizes on them. I would like, 
Oh my god! And and knowing now, like once you like set what, something, like mid, dude, like mid order, fr- like mid print. Oh, it's Dustin. So yeah, you know, it, <laughs> well, it, it, it would be mid anything, mid sentence, mid idea, <laughs> mid <laughs> mid whatever. You know, I mean, yeah, it's like yeah, many a Saturdays I was posted up at my parents' shop, literally all day. Sometimes it would take me a Saturday and a Sunday to print Dustin's line, and it would be like. A small, a medium, a large, and yep. an extra large. So four shirts I, per design, and, and the designs could be like three, four colors each. Oh, I yeah. Think. And then, oh, really? They were dude. that detailed? I, think, oh, I yeah. feel like I only remember like the we Some had, of them. Some we of them one. were. He, as he, as he, he, got a little be, he got a little bit more realistic with yeah. the amount of colors. I, was, I think the most we ever did was like a – well, no, no, not the most we ever did. But what I got it down to was mainly like two colors. It was like black outline or white outline, black inside, whatever. Yeah. But, um, yeah, like that's, it's crazy. Like there's so much that goes into making a screen. You know what I mean? Like, oh, that sucks that it does that. Does it though? Does it? Yeah. Cause I want your website to stay up in the back, but there's so much that goes into a screen. Like, well, you have a totally different setup now than you did when I first met you. So when I met Scooter the first time he was doing it out of his mom's garage. Yeah. And I, I was probably still at that time I was I was pulling ink. You just got an auto. Or, 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 or the first Hatfield shirt you printed, you were pulling ink. Okay. Pulling the squeegee. But like within a month or two, you got the gnarly one delivered. Yeah. Like the nice. auto. And what's the auto? How does the auto work? Just same thing, but instead of hand comes down and shoot. It's, 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 yeah, it runs off air compression and electricity, electricity but um, your flood bar and your squeegee are, are automated. So uh-huh. you just need to have ink and the ink well. And then as it, sort of shuttles uh you know it it's um pulling the ink and then your squeegee's here so then they shift the squeegee goes down and then pull. just like a like hydraulics basically basically yeah because yeah, it's like <clears throat> a, so you said air like so that's what the yeah, pressure is all like air whole, yep exactly yeah. that's uh, such a good yeah. it's a good noise yeah dude. i bet you that it means you're like working. soothing no i don't know i like yeah it's but look, this Sounds. is their building right here. Oh, yeah, yeah so, right, right, it's right up the road. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, house. man, look at that. Yeah, that was, uh, yeah, pulling out the 2013 blogs. We don't mm. totally keep these up to date. Ah, shit, sorry. What's the, uh, yeah, because there's that little, and there's a little brewery right around the corner. Yeah, right yeah. next door. Yeah. 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 Get, uh, you want to give uh, Flying Boat a plug? Yeah, absolutely. Sure. Flying Boat Brewery, dude. Send us some beers. Yeah, okay, cool. Check that out. Like, the, that, that pit, our website is so, so dated, but... Uh, <laughs> That auto and those pictures yeah, were taken at like eight o'clock at night um, by my buddy Elliot Bettinghouse and a little like digital camera, um, and that was that was our first auto. That was that was at the that's at it my, right there at my parents' house. Yeah, that that's nice, dope. Dude. Yeah, it looks awesome. They're cool. It's it's <clears throat> so what a I'm trying to think, I'm trying to transition it from. So how did you, when did you make the leap from your mom's house or mom's garage to, did you go straight into that? I did. Yeah. So one of the, whenever I kind of give the, the bird's eye view of, of kind of like the story of Trinity was every four years, you know, just like the Olympics, I was kind of faced with that, like double down business decision, you know, year four, uh, we bought bought a shop out of Orlando. So we, you know, we got all their inks and frames and equipment. So that, that upgraded us from a, a four, four to a six, six manual, uh, press. And then, um, year eight. So 2008, uh, was when we basically went from a manual shop to an automatic shop. Oh, okay. 
if we were looking at things, looking at things, we should have been in some sort of big, bigger warehouse space, probably year six or year seven. Uh, but I opted to uh, invest in equipment because um, overhead was low and I could be competitive, build the client client base, mm-hmm. not be totally stressed about the crazy, you know, new monthly payment that right. that, that we had. And then, um, you know, so once once we we did that and I was getting jobs done in a fraction of the time, I was able to then go out and start selling more because uh, I was able to produce the product so much faster. Yeah. And um, so during that time, I just kind of had that mentality where I, I, I refused to pay rent. If I was going to jump into something, I wanted it to be our own brick and mortar. So yep. um, about 2011, we started looking at spaces, uh, the end of 2011. Um, and then in 2012, we found, this, found our space uh, that we're in now. And then we, we moved so in there January of 2013. I was actually, <clears throat> my whole point of going on the internet was I wanted to show go. how go. cool... Uh, if, you go, if you go to our Instagram page, uh, you open that for me, Dad. Yeah. <laughs> can you can you get one for me too? Yes. Yeah. I want, yeah. The Instagram page is good. You should do a little walkthrough. Maybe start to finish on a shirt and like then just run that on, on YouTube with. What? Uh, yeah. Like how long would it take? You, yeah. Oh, to yeah. go and watch like oh this is the process guys boom 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 and, like make a little minute long. Yeah. But anyways, while you're doing that, Dustin, yeah, it, just to sorry. circle back to what you were saying. Uh, what people don't understand is what goes into burning a screen and setting up a job before you even print the first shirt. Mm-hmm. There's so much time, labor um, that goes into that. And if, if you're, even if you're really good um, with that whole process, you still need to be able to transition and make adjustments on press um, that you can do and manipulate the press with pressure and angles and things like that. But, um, you know, if you can't do that, then you kind of sort of have to go back to the artwork, make an art edit, and then burn, an, burn another screen, you know, to kind of get it dialed in. Yeah, it's, it's gnarly. Like, and yeah, that's why the that's whole why. thing of me being like, hey, yeah, I just want, like, two mediums, four larges, and the, you know what I mean? And then, yeah. and he would have, I mean, there's... You're wasting burn. hours to make two shirts. Yeah, well, that's the thing shirts. is when, when somebody's like, oh, yeah, I only need, like, three shirts, dude. It's like, well, I don't want to do them because yeah. it'll literally take me... It'll take me to do the front and back, dry them, five minutes to print your four shirts or your two shirts. But it'll take me an hour, not including the drying time for the emulsion to cure on the freaking screen, to burn your screen. So, no, I don't want to spend an hour and a half to make you two shirts yeah, at all. And that's the thing, too. People don't understand. Like, <laughs> oh, you like want to do that for them. And you're like, oh, yeah, I want to take care of you. I, I want to do right. that. But it's like it's going to, you know, ultimately to print three or four shirts, you're like, that, that's like 300 bucks. Yeah. Yeah. Cause all exactly. the time. Yeah. yeah. And then you got to order, Oh, I don't have those three shirts and those sizes in that color. Yeah. So, and then the, uh, yeah, I can imagine it's, it's like, you're going to do that. Just go buy the, the printer paper that you can yeah. iron yeah. on and just you have three shirts or, or, <laughs> or just, uh, or just go down to our local DTG print shop, you know, yeah, where they can be, exactly. where they oh, specialize, yeah. where they specialize in one-offs, you know? Yeah. So we, we do, uh, have a strategic partner here locally that we 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 refer to um when it doesn't make sense for us to to you know to do it in-house so yeah um but yeah I, you know just touching base on that real quick too a dtg stands for direct to garment uh imagine printing a color um image on your printer at home uh so basically that's essentially what it is it's an inkjet printer that 
that sprays ink directly onto the shirt. Yeah, yeah so like, that's what Salego does. He, oh, really? he he manufactures them at this place all in Largo. What like he makes Walmart the did. DTG machines? Yeah, he works for a company that makes them. He's got one oh, in his wow. house right now. That just some dude that's bought cool. and never picked up. Is he, just, does he work for Coldesi? Maybe it's yeah. it's, it's like um, right there behind the Burger King off of um, yeah, it's like oh, a, yeah. Yep, yeah, yeah, I yeah, think yeah. that's it. It's like back. Yeah, yeah. yeah there was uh, companies called Coleman and Coleman, and then they have a, like a whether it's the umbrella company called Coldesi, uh, and then they bought uh, a company called Bellaquet or something like that. So okay. Bellaquet used to manufacture them in that warehouse, and part of that acquisition yeah. allowed them to uh, allowed Coldesi or Coleman and Coleman to set up shop there. Yeah, so, it's pretty wild. So why? What's your thoughts on DTG? You don't have any in your shop, we, and you have everything at your shop. Yeah, well, I kind of like, you know, I'll use this analogy for, for what it's worth, uh, but um, it's it's kind of like the idea is ahead of its time. So there was like all these Steven Spielberg movies that he wanted to produce, but he mm-hmm. couldn't produce them because, the, you know, the digital technology wasn't there to be able to, you know, make his ideas come to, to life. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, you know, DTG has been around uh, for a long time. I want to say maybe since, you know, around 2005 and or earlier. Um, in my opinion, the concept is fantastic. Uh, but you know, if you're, if you're doing what most people do and you're going to compare something that comes off a DTG to something that comes off, you know, that's screen printed, it's an apple and an orange, right? So Mm -hmm. it's still a t-shirt. That's the same. Uh, the processes are different and the outcomes are different. Um, so we've thought about it. Uh, we've invested a lot of time and energy into potentially making that leap, but, uh, and it really could really change the dynamics of how we run our shop, how we produce jobs. Now all of a sudden we would be able to do high color, mm-hmm. low volume, just like what you're talking about. Oh, hey, three shirts, boom. Hey, no problem, yeah. come on in. Yeah, you know, charge somebody 40 bucks. Right. And boom, you know, right. you're off to the races. But, you know, it's like, you know, one of the companies that produces them, let's let's say it's a Rolls Royce, right? So they, they're trying to be the Rolls Royce of this this uh, industry. And, you know, they these machines cost more than houses, you right, know, right. And, and the upkeep and when print heads break and or need to be replaced, um, you know, it's, it's very expensive as well. Uh, so <laughs> there are some other economic one options um, that, that we're kind of maybe considering because it's at the end of the day, you're like, oh, well, hey, like I could probably more than likely service this. So let's call them like an everyday customer. Like they don't care. They just want right. X amount of shirts, whatever. Yeah. We could probably get one of these machines at X amount of investment and recoup that investment really quickly. And even if we were to get a year or two years out of the machine, we're winning. You'd be good. Yeah. Yeah. But it's just, it's just one of those things where it's like, we haven't done it. I'm not, I'm still not in love with the result. So, yeah. you, you know, it's, it, for me, it's hard to sell something that you really aren't. Well, it's weird. It's time consuming to, uh, to print with a DTG for the most part. I don't know all the gnarly ones, like the $250,000 ones still, or anything. It still takes, it, it still takes time. But those well, are the ones the time it takes to, to, to actually to, print it. All the colors. It's Cause, Cause it's like, zzz, yeah, zzz. right. So like in the amount of time it takes to do, let's say it's a six color. It's kind of a lot. Does it do? A it does six, all the colors that it'll do everything once, right? Yeah. yeah. Well, it's it's, just, it's basically you know you're just like a print laser. Yeah. Yeah. You have your your cartridges, which is you know cyan, magenta, yellow, and black, yeah. and then some of these uh, 
elite ones have like double cartridges or they have like, oh, hey, you know, there's here's red, here's double white, here's this, you know, to really get vibrant colors, you know, to really make the colors pop off the shirt. So, mm -hmm. you know, there's different manufacturers that, you know, have different setups. Right. But essentially with those, if I'm not mistaken, I believe with those four colors, CMYK, you can make 256 colors. Right. So. And that's, and that's the whole thing is, is that's what I think. I think most people think that when you're going to print them a shirt, it's going to be, they don't even know what a DTG is or even how it works. But I think that's what they think printing a shirt is, is we'll just print me two, dude. And I think, and that's the beauty of a DTG machine is if you're only printing two, yeah. it'll only take you 10 minutes per, you know, to print. Like basically e per, yeah. Right. Per shirt, you think? Or yeah, well, front and a back. It, it depends. Yeah. If you're doing like left chest and then a back. Yeah. Right. You so know, like so. 10, 10 minutes per shirt. So in 20 minutes, you know, you've got two t-shirts from a DTG, but in 20 minutes, if you don't count all of the screen burning and emulsion drying and all the other stuff for screen printing in 20 minutes you could have what a hundred yeah oh you guys are awesome you guys are you guys i'm saying you i'm saying us okay us we could have for a four color because that's all we can do up to we could have in 20 minutes we could have the backs done of let's say you know, 20 shirts with your, with your, like with your walk up songs, like jamming, right? Yeah, like dude, it's like all five, five that. songs in a row, yeah, your favorite. Exactly. That's an idea. Yeah. Yeah. But that's the difference though. It's just, I don't know. It's, it's an interesting industry because I don't know. It's exciting to me because I really like the idea of creating some art. Jimmy's the same way. Jimmy's super artistic. He's like a really gnarly photographer. And like the idea of like coming up with something and then, create like manufacturing it onto something that will be on there for the most part forever. You know what I mean? That's so cool. It's like a, it's like, I don't know. You're like an artisan, you know? Yeah. It's, yeah. it's, it's, it is, it is really wild when you think of like, we're, we're buying blanks, right? No matter what color it is, it's just, you know, in theory, it's just a t-shirt. But then when we're done with it, it is a, you know, well-crafted, you know, yeah. work of art, if you will. Yep. And, uh, you know, going back when we were, you know, pushing and pulling ink in the garage, we, uh, our, me and my brother used to joke around uh, and say, hey, you know, get your shirts at Trinity Graphics where every shirt is one of one, you know, because no two shirts <laughs> are the not, same. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> They're all supposed to be exactly, yeah, exactly, yeah. yep. That's no, can good. you you can can you tell? I mean, you guys can probably tell by looking at a shirt. Oh, I look anytime I go into a shop yeah, and I see yeah. any shirts like local shop shirts. I'll look instantly and see like, you know, oh, how they do yeah, yeah how they do that. Or, you know, how they print it. Oh yeah, I feel like the stay power right on like a on like a manually done or, or a uh, actual like uh, what's it what it auto what's it, auto auto verse <clears throat> like whatever, whatever, you, you know, yeah, direct you, to man, garment. You can tell, oh. you, you can oh, tell. Well, you, I mean, what the type of ink is different, right? Oh, yeah. Because if this is going to, like, if it's if it's on a screen, it's going to be thicker, right? Like a more dense well, type it, ink, it, a, a better? It, what's... I think, yes. The, I think the short answer is yes. But there's, again, uh, there's so many variables that go into why the ink might be thick. On, right. on it on it like the how screen, are the, the, like how are you coding your screens yeah. you know are you doing you know two on the inside one on the outside or you know vice versa See, that's why i had him in here so i can mm. learn all this shit without asking <clears throat> fucking sneaking in and like learning. what's your is that a that's uh yeah i mean this is that's probably mm. screen too don't you think or is that like yeah. a heat transfer no it looks it looks like a heat transfer yeah i think that's heat so then there's that 
So no, then there's no, that, that's screen printed because that's the yeah. shirt. That's the shirt color showing through. Yeah, just getting that's a little screen. little nipple rub action there. Yeah. It's but so then there's that too. There's that aspect. Actually, that heat might transfers. Be, yes, that right. Might be paint. Ink. Ink. Yeah, it's ink. It's ink. screen printed. What's but <laughs> but that's the other thing. I thought it's I had scratch one and sniffing. Yeah, scratch and sniffing. So then they you can also do this stuff that you can do heat transfers. So it's not DTG, it's not screen printing, it's just having like a clamshell that's like a heater, or yeah. a, not a heater. A it's a heat press. Heat press. And you can like have multiple colors printed on these things. That's how I oh, did Oh, we did it on those one hats that yeah, one time. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And that's the same thing. So it's just it, weird. But that serves a pur- its own purpose. Like where the heat press like industry was really big is, you know, customization. NASCAR. To- Think of, yeah. well, th- think of like little league teams, right? You know, so yeah. they're sponsored by, you know, Fortunato Pizza and mm-hmm. then, you know, individual, you know, number on the back of the shirt that, right. you know, that type or last name, you know, so uh, that's where the heat press was big for okay. many, many years. Uh, but these sort of like heat press supplier companies have really diversified their options in giving you more variety that can be heat pressed that gives you the end result of, let's say something that looks embroidered, you know, or, oh, wow. you know, where like, uh, think of like the Ray, uh, like a raised baseball Jersey where, mm-hmm. you know, it's got buttons and then it's got the, you know, the, the name of the, oh, you, yeah, yeah. you know, oh, and like it kind of, yeah. 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 And that's all yeah. like, you know, the heavy, like, you know, twill applique, you, you know, right. so you can, you can do, some of that stuff, you, you could choose to do it like heat press. So it's just basically like it's a, a heat pressed patch. Essentially. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of heat press patches, I have a gift for Scooter. Oh. So we're going to start doing this, I think, Jimmy. We're going to start every time... And Scoot's the first one. Right. I, th- I feel like it's only cr- it's only we right. Give anyone so else the first the guess, fifty-seven people got gifts. shafted. Yes, totally got fucked over. Well, they got free beer. Fuck them. Yeah, <laughs> people gave us shit. Yeah, they the, the fishing guy. The, the oh, yeah, salt yeah. salt. I, I still wear that shirt all that's the time. That's a when good I go shirt. It is a good we're, shirt. Man, we're entered in that again. This we got a booth there. The, oh, shout sweet. out to the king of the beach. When is that? Tommy Verdinsky, my home. February. No, it's next month. Oh, it is. It's next weekend. Next weekend, the sixth. Are you in that, Ryan? Yeah. Let me get you a good one. Hold on, they're all different. I want to get you a good one. Pick a winner. Ah, Don't look. Don't look. Keep your eyes closed. Okay. So here you go. Ready? So now, from I'm I'm cross-eyed. So you can open your eyes now. Ready? From this point on, we're gonna give every guest one of these hats. It's an official, I call it the I think Kokomo, it's crazy. I call it the Kokomo Salty Static Podcast hat. Look at Did that. You find That's that for thing, you. I got a Look shit ton of them. Hear that whistle? Yes. Look, I got a bunch of them. They're, they're not all supposed to be in here, but they're pretty sweet, right? Yeah, man. Yeah, let me see. So these weren't, uh, these aren't, these are heat pressed on, if you look at them. Don't and be if you're, you're going to buy one and you're really picky, make well, sure to request how much palm tree yeah they're all it's much, all different and how much woody how and much how volcano. much sunset you know, i mean fucking these are dope they're surfboards they're rad aren't yeah. they what is this is this a speedboat that no that's an airplane like a drug plane oh sweet like a jimmy buffett drug plane there's one that's like perfect perfect this one's pretty good but uh, uh this yeah. one's good with the palm but no here's the deal you can't buy them they're only for our guests that's it 
This is high quality selling. headwear, buddy. Yeah, dude. That's for you. Oh, the plane's pretty dope for yeah. sure. The smuggler's blue. Yeah, smuggler's plane. So like we'll put them somewhere or whatever, and we'll only give them to... I think you should keep them in that Corona light yeah, box. Yeah, you should, you should also hide them so the fucking whatever's eating the remotes doesn't eat them. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's what I would think, Scooter. I'll keep them in here. Yeah. There, that's right. sick. Yeah, those are that's cool, right? Good. Hey, you're yeah, welcome. We'll put it on. Let's see if it fits. Don't bully him. That's Perfect. Well, I got the... It looks good. That here has an old Chevy on the front. Let me take a picture of you, though, really quick. Hold on. Am I still supposed to hold the mic? No, you're good. You look like a firefighter. It's like a oh, like the helmet. helmet? Yeah, yeah, construction helmet. <laughs> oh, that's good. All right. Yeah, those are cool. Anyways, so yeah, I wanted to give you that. So, and I got Jimmy that shirt. I'm like yeah. fucking, I'm a real giving person. You're like Santa Claus. I am. With a beard, too. It's getting gray. So, yeah, gray, just, really? yeah I know. Damn it. Well, Elvang's back there. Just fucking. Your hair is white. You look good, dude. Yeah. You look like the world's most interesting man. Thanks, buddy. <clears throat> so, anyways. Where were we? I gotta get back oh, on track. Oh, the, the difference in the two, and then heat, oh, yeah. heat, uh, pressing, heat pressing. Yeah, yeah there's heat press, all that shit. Yeah. So, so what? Uh, when you moved into the new place, what? What is that? You got a boner? <laughs> what is that? When you moved into the new place, um, what was uh, what were some like your biggest like issues with buying a building and putting all your shit in it and making it like? your business like what was the what was the biggest issue you feel like you had because you have big ass fucking equipment these equip this equipment is gnarly like it's huge and it's heavy yeah, as like a thousand fuck. yeah i was really lucky uh at the time i was able to call in a huge favor so one of my, one of my dad's uh good buddies um was good buddies with a du- a truck driver and one of the truck he was able to get uh, a flatbed with, I forget what they call it on the back, but it's like the, the, oh, the, fork, the, yeah, the, the forklift. forklift. Yeah. yeah. So, um, cherry picker. Yeah. So <laughs> we were, uh, we started, we, we printed, I think we printed all week till like Thursday night. And then I think Friday we started, I think we maybe even had to work half day Friday and then we started basically breaking down the shop. And then, um, uh, the truck came on Saturday, and we had to load God, load the pr- we had to we disassembled the press, loaded it up on on the flatbed, along with our um, our air compressor that was that was in the Fucking you know huge probably yeah it was big um, and then so so we were able to basically go and and drop that off at the shop just kind of get it get it on the inside, and then we went to uh, my house where I had the embroidery machine in the living oh, yeah, room there. Yeah. yeah. Yep, so, I remember that. so we went and went and did that and grabbed that. So, you know, uh, that was probably like the craziest, you know, thing was just kind of getting the equipment moved in. And then of course, you know, at that point, you know, having the electrician come and run the <laughs> yeah. wires and all that kind of stuff. Who'd you and, have run it? Who was it? Um, it was my, uh, one of my brother's buddies. Um, okay. Uh, it wasn't Beasley. No, no, okay. it wasn't, wasn't Rob. I told Rob to come over. He lives across the street. I said, come over and fucking we'll talk about how I now do his shirts and how I'm a piece of shit for taking his business, taking Scooter's business. And he's like, I might come over. 
I'm gonna come over. You know, uh, that's how Dustin got the artwork. Oh, oh you know, Rob's yeah, Rob's dude, Rob's, Rob's, uh, Rob's son is is, is is working for me, and he thought, was. thought it'd be he pretty. Was, yeah. Thought it'd be pretty cool if he could print his dad's shirt. <laughs> I was so nervous. Scoot, can I'm, you can you send over the vector artwork? I called. Okay, I'm calling. Who someone. drew the artwork? You did. No, it's uh, it was Rob's artwork. Yeah. I mean, so it's his. Had, it was yeah. Yeah, his company. You just but, had the yeah, PDFs yeah. or whatever with other. Oh, it was, it was just JPEGs. like it was like a it was like a home run. Yeah. You know yeah, what I mean, he's like, well, okay, yeah. so literally, I'm I'm calling someone who I've known for 15, 20 years. Yeah. Because and he's been doing this. In, he's been in this industry forever, and all of a sudden, I'm gonna start doing what he's doing. Yeah, you know yeah, what I mean. Weird. So it's not competition because I'm not even kind of on Scoot's level. Or excuse me, Trinity Graphics level their whole deal, but like, you know, you take what you can get, and Rob is literally our neighbor now. And you and know, no, and you, but yeah, but at the know. same time though, it's just it's weird because Scooter is my friend. Yeah, yeah, totally. And it's like, hey, and I know you normally do this work and you get paid for it, but I'm gonna get paid for it now. So can I have the artwork so that I can get paid for it? It's yeah. weird. It was yeah, a little awkward. Yeah, totally. So I, I was very nervous. Yeah. I, I just, you know, now that we're talking about that, I just want to know what do you feel worse about getting Rob's check and depositing it or knowing that you ruined Rob and I's relationship? <laughs> I, or he, that you, he fired, paid me. you he, fired his son right after he got <laughs> yeah, the I did fire his no, Thanks for the artwork. Uh, he paid me in cash, though, so I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's not. It's, uh, yeah, it's, it's, it was a small enough client where it's not yeah, like he's no, like it wasn't thousand. Like, Rob exactly. Beasley Electric was my favorite client. <laughs> God damn it. Uh, Rob Beasley of Beasley Electric saved boat stock. Literally. Like he came out with Jimmy yeah. and him came out and we had this, we rented this big ass gnarly fucking, I probably told a story. Pirate ship. No, no, no. Big ass gnarly generator. So we could push enough music and sound through the speakers, which still didn't do enough. Obviously, or apparently everybody was all bitching about that. It was the biggest problem. We'll fix it next year. But we couldn't even get, you couldn't plug anything in because it was like, like a 210. Yeah, special cord. Like special, special cord, special yeah. plugs. Like we were like, we can't even plug a fucking it's amp like in. It's like construction site stuff, you know. So like, he's out there and he's like, all right, let's go to Home Depot real quick. So they take the boat because we're literally on a barge in the middle of Bogusiega Bay. Yeah. They take the boat, go to Home Depot. He buys a bunch oh, of like 10 gauge. I had to like come Rob. I had to call him, go get oh, him. Oh, yeah, that's right. Then we had to go. Yeah, and then we yeah. built it in the, sh- the shop. And he like goes to the, sh- they go, they builds a bunch of 10 gauge cable fucking things wires it all up, comes back, like, fucking with, like, 70 pounds of fucking cable, plugs it in, everything fucking works because of it. Yeah. And, like, literally, I don't know what I was doing that whole time because I wasn't freaking out. I was just drinking beer. Well, you are just waiting. But I wasn't wasted either. It wasn't like I was, like, being an idiot. I was just, like, you know me. Well, you're I waiting for the rest of stuff. the dude. It was something where we couldn't do anything because yeah. – well, me and we Rob were doing beer. that, and all the the sound guy and and um, a couple of the guys from the Zach and uh, the guys from Fairway were like testing out all the equipment to like make yeah. sure stuff that you can't really right. do anything for. So yeah, we, you know, we had them all out there, and you're kind of just calling people and touching base. But yeah, mom, you, I miss you yeah, <laughs> so much. Did you save it all? Daddy. Did you save all the wires and all that stuff? No, next well, year? Rob has them. Okay, because I was like, you. I mean, like, seeing these on jobs. Best yeah. we best thing we could do was let him have that shit. Because yeah, he can use them for on his job. Yeah. Nice. But anyways, yeah. So, um, 
God, I don't know. That's how that's our that's our story, right? Business. That's that's, well, that's not the only hey. that's the only crossover, right? We'll, we'll do boat stock this year. Yeah. Me and you. <laughs> yeah, I guess I'm out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I can print Beasley's fucking yeah, shirts, yeah, and you guys yeah, can yeah. do boat stock. Yeah. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll do our own podcast, dude. Mm-hmm. But yeah, Sorry, I mean, just just yeah, just going back to it. I mean, it, it, one of the biggest, I think, one of the biggest tr- struggles too was getting adjusted to the way we did things in the garage. Yeah. <laughs> was it was like maybe coming to work every day and using your non-dominant hand, right? Or coming to work and having one hand tied behind your back, right. you know. Um so we were able to get the shop eventually set up to where you know, it wasn't like riding around on a car with, you know, square wheels. So right. we were, over over time we were able to sort of chisel things away. But I mean it was just like you know, one trip after another to between Home Depot and Lowe's and getting this and getting that and oh, oh you know what I mean? And like, yeah. oh man, like, you know, now that we're not, you know, reclaiming screens outside, you know, we need a, you know, badass, you know, um, pressure washer, you know? Right. So like, oh yeah, let's get the $1,500 one. It was just like, you yeah, know, just spending money, and and, just yep. bang, 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 bang. Yeah. So, um, but like the, was all good you know because we moved in you know a couple months later getting things like you know essentially dialed in and what we also moved in and everything wasn't completely done so you're kind of like working around like staging areas and things like that you know trying to get everything finished up but um but yeah it was it was it was was pretty pretty intense so how many printing presses do you have in there now and embroidery stations okay uh so we we when we moved in that in year one, um, we it was probably one of the most challenging years uh, for multiple reasons. Um, <clears throat> the timing of the move was perfect, in the sense of you know what used to take us six weeks to get done in, in the garage, we were getting done in two weeks in That's the shop. Awesome. So it was Fuck great, yeah. but then all of a sudden you you have a lot of peaks and valleys, right? So you're like, oh man, we used to always be busy. Now we have now we have downtime, right? So mm-hmm. what do you do in that downtime? You know, so you're trying to stabilize your production flow. Um, and then typically at that time, fall was always always our busiest season. Um, and we were really getting bottlenecked, not being able to produce things fast enough. Yeah. Um, so that automatic press um, uh, basically did, you know, barely lasted a year in our in our shop because we had to upgrade to what, oh, we, okay, yeah, yeah. what we currently have now, which is a, a 1012. Uh, so 1012 means... Uh, we have the capability of doing 10 colors and then there's 12 stations. So, uh, which are pallets that hold the t-shirts. So, so what are the other two stations for dry, like flash drying? No, the two stations are, you know, when you hear shops talking about how many shirts they can produce an hour, you're like, how the hell do they do that? Well, the the way that they, they do that is they have a loader and they have an unloader. So that, those, that's what those two, that's. There's those two, other two stations. Two dead and those are usually are. like right at the, the beginning and the end, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yep. Does it sound weird? No. Okay. I, I thought you so. looked at me funny. No, will you I open know. my beer again? I was, I, will. I, will. I was just. So, yeah. So we have a 1012 currently, and then we have a 4-4 manual that we hardly use. Use it on occasion just because there's certain things you can't, can't print on a automatic. And then over in the embroidery room, we have... A four, one forehead machine and then one single head. Okay. So. So embroidery screen printing, dude. The shop looks so fucking cool. 
Like it really, you gotta. We should. We gotta go yeah, by. We'll drink it beers. Out. At, what's cool? We'll go get maybe a lunch beer or something with you, or maybe after work on a Friday. But it's a really. He has like a loading bay. You know, like everything. Like he's. I don't know. It's just. It's cool. It doesn't look like. Uh, it scoots. Scooter's super organized. I feel like you've always been good at like being real organized, and you're artistic too. So those two things came together, and like his. He has like the like the baker's rack or five of them next to each other of like ink colors. Mm-hmm. And it's like PMS shades, like of every fuck you need a green. Mm-hmm. Cool. What PMS color green do you need? And the hell's you know, PMS? like uh, Pantone matching colors. Pantone matching system. Yeah. Yeah. So, but it's basically <laughs> like when someone says, Oh, like, you know, this is like, like the thing at home. Depot. Yes, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Just like you're going to home Depot and picking out paint yeah. for your walls. It scans it and it's like number 0062. Right. And they have yeah. numbers. Yeah. yeah. So basically what it is, it's a, it's a industry standard, uh, Pantone matching system. So a lot, big corporate companies, yeah, local like corporate companies. Like that's a they'll, Pantone they'll, Corona color. They'll give you the, their Pantone color. So then that way we can basically look up the Pantone color and it will give us the, all the information that we need to make that color. So, okay. and do you guys do it by hand or do you have like a machine that does it? Uh, we do. Well, yeah, we measure it all by hand, but we have a scale. So you basically oh, have to, okay. you just have to use the scale. Okay. Cause literally my, my guy, <laughs> Matt, just literally eyeballs it. He's good though. We used to do the same <clears throat> thing. But he's good. We used to do. He nails I, it. I'll have a cig in his mouth and he'll be like, "Just a little more of this." Really? Yeah. And I'd be. I'm like, dude, you're fucking. You're what, savant. You're what's, genius. What's really good about that, and we uh, we used to joke about this all the time at Trinity, um, and this is just part of part of the growing pains, right? <clears throat> we would we would get a new job, new client, first print run, awesome. Knock it out of the park, right? Calling our shot. Boom. Colors, perfect, everything, right? Then they would go to reorder, and we would uh, be like, Out of that ink. Oh, shit. Was that royal blue? Happens was that navy time. blue? Oh, oh yeah. man. I was like, Where's our notes? Why don't we have notes? Why don't we have any yep. of this information? So, you know, a lot of the, a lot of the, growing pains, a lot of things that you, you know, you just have to learn along the way and kind of figure out, like, you know, you know, being organized is good. And, right. And keeping clients is better. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. But yeah, that, that's, that's what we do. Whenever we do a custom color, we have a little on the wall. I just, it, this is the difference between me and Scooter. This is why Scooter's shit is so organized and looks awesome. And ours looks a little out of control, but I'll just take a little finger when we nail the color and I put, I have up on our wall, I got a little area that's like a one foot by one foot area. And it's just like a little fingerprint spot. And I'm like, and I'll write on the wall. You know, this is Grove surfing coffee green, and it's on there. And I'm like, Matt, make that color. And he's like, Okay. He's it's like, close. Fuck you. Okay. Said it's close enough. But at least, yeah, at least he has something to like look at to reference. see what. Yeah, <laughs> reference it. Yeah. But it, that whole thing, that whole idea of mixing colors is, it's crazy. Yeah. It's really nuts. Like the science behind it, and just knowing what to use, and it's like, yeah, it was. I think color theory. I think before. When we were doing it all by eye, we are just like, oh, man, yeah, this works, right? But then when you have to get uber technical and you have to really get it all dialed in, um, it's not as intimidating as you think. So, really? Yeah, it's, it's really not. And the initial investment that you need to make to basically get all the colors in-house to be able to make any color, any Pantone color, yeah. that investment is not, not as you know, crazy as you, one would think. 
So I remember <clears throat> we used to, uh, the biggest issue that we had at Ink and Frame was in the beginning when we didn't have a dark room, we didn't have anything was, and obviously was, uh, rinsing out screens. Like, you know what I mean? Like burning the screen and then rinsing it out and getting all of the detail and not like, you know, blowing it out or it's weird. Cause there's a time, like there's an amount of time and exposure time mm-hmm. for, you know, different units basically. Yeah. And you got to know what the time is and like, is it a seven second thing or like, and, it's, and if it's seven seconds versus four seconds, like it's a, it's almost double. It'll the time. ruin it. Yeah. Well, it'll ruin the whole yeah, fucking thing. Yeah. And it's like different screen meshes and screen colors and fucking all, there's all this create. They all react differently or at least, from what I've noticed, they do. Yeah, no, they do. And what I always just remember just, you know, when, you know, one of my mentors would come over, you know, whether it was like after we got a new press, like when we went from a manual shop to, you know, automatic and, and getting trained on it and just asking these questions. I was like, well, you know, like being really specific, well, you know, what, you know, what, what pressure am I supposed to, you know, print at and what angle and, you know, oh, you yeah. have all these, all these different elements that you can do. And, uh, you know, I used to just get so frustrated because the answer would be, well, every shop's different. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, and it's not like, help, that, doesn't, that doesn't, that doesn't, yeah. Well, I was like, not even a direction. I was like, I don't even, yeah. I don't even know where to start, right, you know? Right. And then, and then you get into the technicalities of like, Hey, we were just talking about all these different ink colors. Well then now you have, you know, and you mentioned, Hey, here's, here's, here's the screens with all the different mesh, mm-hmm. you know, and, and the numbers on the mesh, you know, really basically all it means is how big are the holes and the lower the number. So let's just say like, you know, a 60 mesh is perfect for glitter and flake ink yeah. where, um, you know, what, do you, what is, what, what is your, what is your, st- what is your like go-to mesh at, at ink and frame? Probably 155, 180. Okay. So, um, like one of those two, but yeah. I really like two thirties, but the problem is again with ink, like if you're trying to mash white ink through a two thirty mesh, you're like, it's, you shouldn't be like, you should, I don't know. Like it's white try, thicker. Or yeah. It's, it's like thicker, way yeah. thicker, like black ink, super easy to work with mm-hmm. white ink. I guess, depending on what it is, like depending on the, like if it's a poly white or if it's like a, just a normal mm. plastisol white or whatever, like it's just, it'll be thicker. And if those holes are so fucking small, it won't go through and you'll hit it and mash it through and be like, why the fuck can't I see the image? Yeah. And, and, yeah. and ultimately, you know, as, as Dustin's, you know, saying all this, you know, the next question is, is why are you trying to mash white ink through a two thirty? Right. Well, because some <laughs> asshole sent me a fucking logo. That's like got literally pubic hair, fucking like thin lines, you know, for an art thing that Highlight he wants white. on a, yeah, that he wants on a black shirt. <clears throat> And I'm like, fuck. And you, and so the thing is, is if that's the other deal. So I don't know if this is super like not no, interesting. I find it but, interesting. No, it's like, I'm just trying like, to process. So, so if you've got like a low head. mesh, like a low mesh screen, like let's say like a 110 screen. Yep. You need to not put a really high. It's, like, you're not gonna you get you're not gonna get dots detail. or details or anything yeah, like that. Right. Like 110 to, is just like just, for te- of, just text. Yeah, yeah, just, yeah. Like, just text. Like and so if. So if you've got something that's super, and it's and a one ten mesh is going to have a hand to it, and that just means like when you run your hand over the top of the shirt, it. you're going to feel it. Yeah. Right. The higher the mesh that you go up to, basically doesn't lay down as much ink, so right. it's got a softer hand to right. it. Right. 
So that's why they, they, you feel those shirts where you you touch it and you're like, dude, what is the bulletproof vest? I don't want to yeah. fucking wear that. I think that's I think the shirt that Dustin is referring to is the uh, you know if you got a boat stock shirt, yeah. That's, oh, whatever. yeah, boat you know, stock shirts super badass, super super heavy. <laughs> they ink. were heavy though. <laughs> It's like, is that supposed to be yellow? Oh, nice. You know what? I'm going to give you one. Yeah. Oh, they're at my fucking shop now. God damn it. I got a hat here I could probably give you. I have the, a, I have a boat, I have a boat stock shirt. Of the way yeah. That's why I'm making the joke. <laughs> <laughs> they were thick, though. They were thick. It was could th- you have done them thinner? Yes. Of course. Yeah. I mean, and then the yellow would have so oh, yellow would have been yellow instead of that's what I was gonna printing yellow what? on a chart. It was good. The yellow was a good color. Okay, before my phone dies, have you heard of the guy, the Golden Press Studios? No. Okay, check this shit out. So these guys. Yeah, I'm gonna pull it up on this thing. On the new screen. Yep, on the new screen. So it might go to. Hopefully, no porn comes up. Okay, so uh, Golden Press Studio. Uh, Right here. Watch these guys' intro video. Watch the. Okay, so these guys are as close. My phone's going to die. Trying to take away more of his business by showing no. a different fucking no. screen printing company? This My phone is going to die. Fuck. No, no, no. I'm not. Is it's there a not. Charger? I was going to say these guys are as Probably close to not. Scooter's style as... Are they? Where are they at? Why don't you just I think pull it like up Austin, Texas. Oh, dude. A lot of good shops in yeah. Austin. Uh, there's a Why really... Why don't you just do it on the Apple TV? Because you, you can't... There's no, like... Can't go to their website? No, you can't. Oh, there's you no, can. like, web browser. There's no Safari? No. Sick. How stupid is that? It's Apple. Fucking assholes. Why isn't it working? My phone's going to die. That's why I really want you to see there's their There's a plug video. behind you. Do you have a charger? No. Actually, a- yeah, there is a charger here. Look underneath the thing. Ryan, underneath the table. There should be a... No, no, underneath this table. It should be a, a white charger. There yep, it is. There it is. is there a thing for it? The little cube? Jesus. Hanging from that camera. What a shit show. Oh, yeah, pull it out of that, will you? Ryan, pull that white deal right there. Oh, here you go. Are they doing their thing? Yeah. Look at how gnarly their shit is. It's all it's manual too. Yeah, there's some like, really really dope it's like manual a, like shops. Dude, yeah, it's, it's called a hipster shop. It is a hipster shop, but I wish the video would play because normally it's this dope, is a video. Though. But their shit's clean, dude. But this is what I was gonna say. This is what I'd want. I want my. Look at the wall. Look, look at the like, floor. Did you see the floor? That I think all that, that like was that, as, was that the floor? Yeah, the as, a, no, Aztec painted no, that floor. Was a, that was a. It was a no. No, it was the floor, but it was the it was a carpet. Oh, I thought it was one of those. They screen, They have a. What's prep? the thing where you hold your phone over and it it like when you oh, made like you a had a rest. QR code. Yeah. QR code. No, it wasn't a QR code. Man, this is really boring. Sorry. Yeah. I apologize. Sick. It's fucking. Can't have anything nice over here. I guess. No. Anyways, but they're really cool, and that's what Scooter's sh- like shop reminds me of. Yeah, like it's re- all super organized. It looks cool. Yeah. It's clean. My shop is really cool too. Okay, I'm not shitting on my shop. We do good it looks work. Good. I like that. But, like, I saw you your know logo. the deal, dude. Like we're in, you know, we're in our little growing. Yeah, part. exactly. You're not gonna have like the the, the best shit. Up from but the I start. got I got a little something on my sleeve. What does that mean? It means I got a little, it mean, well, it's a term that people use when they have like an ace in the hole, ah. right? But I don't have an ace in the hole, but I've, I've got an idea that I hope that basically 
I'm hoping my print shop just turns into a one. God damn it. That'll up our teen viewers. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I got a little, it's, you know, and Ryan. We're, I got a, I got an idea for like a brand. I'm hoping I can print it. I hope it makes sense. And I hope that it works from there. You know what I mean? Like that's the yeah, idea. No doubt. Yeah. I mean, that was we'll kind of like the whole reason <laughs> Trinity graphics ever got started was to print our own brand. Stuff, but it yeah. never happens though. Never happens. It really does. Right. Like that's the deal is, Hey, what would be the, the best idea ever is to eliminate the middleman come up with your own brand and print it. Yeah. Try to it's just, there's not. And what's funny is I've had transparencies printed out. Transparencies are what you need to burn a screen to print a shirt. Yeah. I've had the transparency in some shops. Well, there dude, he doesn't have to do shit. His stuff's so badass. We'll get to that. But so I've had my transparencies for my line that I've like want to do my little line to start out and maybe just go pre-sell it and stuff. And we haven't even touched them because we're doing everybody else's shit because everybody else's shit pays the bills. Yeah. You well, it. that's true. Yeah. I mean, you, you know, gotta make like, payroll, right? Do you, do you, yeah. are you stressing about making payroll and paying bills? Sorry. That's loud. Sorry guys. Turn, just turn the volume down. All right. Uh, yeah, I'm not. Or I think it's this. <clears throat> Yeah, it's that one. Um, but, you know, I, not really stressing, stressing. I only have two or I only have two employees, including myself. You know what I mean? Like, when did you hire your first employee that you had to put on payroll? First employee legit payroll was, um, I think it was like, oh, nine. When you were in the new place or when you were in, your, no, in the shop? No, garage, garage, yeah. Yeah, really. And we went. I like went from one person to two people real quick. Yeah. Well, you can't do it alone. No, like, and that was not really including can't. me. It was not include. I wasn't. Oh. I wasn't number one or number two. You just hired two people. Yeah. Like here, here Here's a fun fact. This guy's a fucking boss. I didn't. I did not start paying myself officially <laughs> until 2014. Really. Like four, fourteen years like into it, off camera because the IRS or like <laughs> no, no, because okay, I, I just I had another full time job, so uh, okay. so trying to build the company, any money that the company made, I just reinvested back into the company, yeah, and I knew I needed to do that in order to get our own brick and mortar space, right? So yeah, that's smart. But I I just started paying myself like legit through like we we use QuickBooks, and it's good. And it's super easy. It makes me feel so smart because I do payroll. That's awesome. You know what I mean? Like, I'm like, okay, this is, you know, let me put in your hours. It's let me legit. put my hours in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And my thing is, my goal is, you know, my the guy that works for me works with me. I don't like that. I don't like work for me. I like works with me because he does work with me. Yeah, I don't, I, uh, I love, I love your mindset there. Like I don't use the word employees. Right. I feel like that's derogatory. It is. It's I, like, I, I say our team or, you know, and yeah. then whenever I'm writing or an email to somebody, I never say I, I always say we, you right. know what I mean? Cause it's, it, it takes an army, right? Yeah, and absolutely. everybody, everybody that works at Trinity is a, is a pillar. So when someone doesn't come to work, we're all affected by that. You know, right. example, when we were texting today, um, somebody called in today and I 
you know, spent the day in the embroidery room hammering out production. Okay, so guess what? Now you're fired, whoever you are. No, no, no. <laughs> I'm just kidding. She's just good. Kidding. You know, I'm it's kidding. like, you I'm know, it's, you know, uh, you know, uh, people with, 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 you know, young kids, you know, oh, yeah. and I have two, two daughters, you know, eight and five. So when life calls, you gotta, you gotta be able to be flexible, you know? Right. So, you know, try to be as understanding as I can, but we, you know, we had a deadline. So luckily I, can transition into that. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's, and that was, that's my whole thing is, is that, you know, with making payroll and, and that's a huge thing to me is whenever I, it's, it's just hard to be a boss or beast. Like I'm not that guy normally. I've never been, but in this thing, like I'm in charge and I, it's funny cause when my guy fucking gets bummed, or he gets pissed off because like our fucking you know the the screen moves or, or like, you this you tell fucking... you told him hey hey this is the fifth time that's not the right green yeah yeah like there's stuff like that and there's things where or, but the thing is dude this is the thing with me this is why I never yell at anybody about anything or talk shit to anybody or gloat or anything ever is I've always found out any time I've ever been like. And it's not like I've ever, I've been like, I'm the shit a lot, but like anytime I've ever been like, Oh, you fucking, this is a bad version. Cause it's not, I would never tell someone that works with me that you fucking suck, but like anything on a level where like, I got to go off on something like, Hey, you fucking did this wrong or Hey, you're wrong. This is, you know, blah, blah, blah. It always blows up in my face. Like it just blows up in the fact that like, whether it's, I guess just on, we'll keep it on like the work level. Um, you know, like, Oh fuck dude. Like, you know, this is, you know, these layers are wrong and I'll never, I'll number the, like the screens and the way they need to go. And he's like, well, you numbered them that way. And it's like, well, I can't be mad at you now. Cause it's not your fault. The sh- fucking order is ruined, but I was wrong in the art part of it. You know, like the setup. Yeah. I don't know. Do you guys not do so, test prints? <clears throat> like, yeah, we do. It's not like that's happened a lot. It's just, I'm just like trying to think of something. Like it doesn't happen a lot when I'm wrong, you know, yeah. <laughs> just kidding. but I can't think of anything right now, but there's been fucking well, well, someone grabs tons. like a color and it's wrong. You're like, yeah. oh, like, oh, do you had it where this, if it was a number system, like is you had it the right, wrong right, number. Right. It got moved. I, shuffled. I can't even think Dude, of like a we, good. We, we have shit happen all the time. We call it blood on the wall. You know what I mean? It's like, it's like, you don't want to write the blood, you know, it's like we we have a casualty, you know what I mean? Yeah. We have, right, right. We, we lost two shirts today, you know what I mean? Soldier, yeah, yeah. Soldiers down, you know. It's like a big deal. Like we we focus yeah. we focus in on that because we really pride ourselves on you know striving for perfection, you know, really honing and, and owning our craft and, and getting better at it. Um, I use this example with our team a lot because we do um, some pretty complex screen printing um, with a lot of. Um, dots and details half tones half tones yeah and um and when we do that uh you you kind of have to be in the mindset of you're gonna have to maybe set the job up multiple times to get it to the way that you want it mm-hmm. um because you have to make art you could have to make art edits to get you know screens and 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 get your color variations right because you know just like using crayons or painting uh mixing two colors together makes another color mm-hmm. um and and we do that a lot with with screen printing as well but <clears throat> you know it's pretty pretty crazy how oh. how how that stuff happens yeah now it's just 
it is really fucking weird. But you know what I was going to say is that on those complex on, on those complex jobs, you know the example I like to use is if we had to print this job Monday through Friday, but we got to make all the edits we wanted, you know from from Monday after printing it and making those changes. And then we did it again on Tuesday, make those changes, print it again on Wednesday. And we did that same process all the way through the week. The job that we printed on Monday, the client absolutely loves. But if we were to follow that process and the job that we would print on Friday would be a night and day difference, you know, of how much better it could be if right. we had that opportunity just to kind of spend that time, hone in and do that. So, with each job that we print, we really look at it and analyze it and see what we would do differently if we would need to make any changes to any of the, the artwork or the underbase or the traps uh, or anything like that. Um, mixing colors, you know, would we use a different color? Uh, one of the things that has really been coming, coming to the surface lately is how differently the same color looks on different color garments mm -hmm. um and uh that's being like kind of sort of thrown in our face a little bit so really trying to create that consistency so how know. do you when when that happens you just now okay so you'll just do a test print on each color variation now right instead of just like because well that's the other thing too is you do a test print on whatever you have that's laying around at least we do or not test around maybe you do one shirt to see like like no, okay well, no, you you don't want, well the thing is either. is if they supplied the shirt then you just burned another you oh, burned one of their right, shirts so right. you can't test on their shirt so that's it's just this is well hey it is this color it's just because you chose this because there are i know t-shirts now the color palette is bonkers on T-shirts too. You oh know? yeah, it's gnarly. It's 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 wild. Well, that's so the other thing too. Is that's okay. That's fucked. That, that's a, that's totally a great that, that's a great transition great right now. Because now you can do simple colors if your T-shirt color is dope. Well, you would think, but what the fuck? For whatever reason, Corona, they don't let anything in. So finding a fucking solid color run is damn near impossible right now. Everything's heathered. No, no, everything's no. gone. That nothing's yeah, coming in. Yeah. I was uh, uh, so. The short version of the story is, is Corona is a t-shirt company. <laughs> Corona is the beer. No, we're I didn't drinking. know if it was the ink. I didn't know if you were saying the ink. <laughs> no, no, no. The coronavirus. coronavirus. Like everything's oh, made overseas. Oh, oh, I wasn't even. Everything's so, made that. overseas. Uh, that's so. old. COVID. Everyone says COVID. Yeah. Oh yeah. No, the it's vid, coronavirus, yeah. bro. Oh, I'm I sorry. I totally forgot that. I think I'm buzzed. Oh, by the way, really quick, think about what we're gonna say. So we're gonna go into that whole thing, but this is the this is the first time I've drank in over thirty days. Yeah, really? I've been sober. Damn. I haven't drank uh, nothing. Welcome back to the yeah. dark. Side. I'll good. blame I'll blame my stupidity on the pain medicine mm. I'm on right now. So he's got a good one too. But okay, yeah, talk about uh, yeah. So just going back to February, right? Seems like forever. Uh, this year, this year, yeah. Um, you know, one of the things that was very noticeable at that time was the hat shortage. Mm -hmm. So if I could have gotten my, I said, you know, at the end of February, if I could have gotten my hands on all the hats that people ordered this month, it would have been a great month. And from there, it just kind of exponentially <laughs> has, has gotten worse. I got my hands on these bad boys. Yeah, that's I good. got a secret distribution. You know, it's funny. I'm sorry not to interrupt, but I was looking for this one. 
actually, and came across this. Oh, it's great. I'd say one point fucking Dustin. You got to keep them all. You know what I mean? Like, well, I don't depend on what you want to do with them because you don't want everyone printing them and then. Well, no, I'm not telling anybody where I got this from. Yeah. Unless they can tell me where I can get this from. That's it's not a good auto. one. No, I'm saying, but you're not. Are you doing other companies' logos on those hats? I mean, you, no, you know, I don't, don't get me wrong. Like, you can get hats. Only, you can buy yeah. hats every single day. They're just not the ones people want. Right. Dope hats, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it's just it's same thing. You know, the same thing is 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 with with shirt shirts right now. Yeah. Um, the amount of time that you're spending trying to fulfill a shirt order, whether it's thirty six oh pieces or yep. it's three thousand pieces. You'll spend literally yeah. just all this time like someone's like, Oh hey, I want an uh, I want a uh, you know, an off white Bella canvas shirt. You know, Which or could whatever. Be sand, natural cement, you know, yeah. khaki, like tan. Yeah. And then so good luck. So basically what you gotta do now is go through and it'll show you what they have yeah. on the site. And then basically go through and like everything's gone. Oh, the so- good size size are gone. gone. Yeah. Like, there's no larges. Like so tri- well, I can't. Large. I, well, I need larges. I can't just do smalls and extra yeah. larges. And yeah. so you got to find a color that they like that they're sizing in, and it's a fucking. You'll spend an hour. You'll well, spend hours. I think well, some of that has to do with just there's so many people like doing their own shit right now too, whether it is another screen printing company, whether it is another business company that needs t-shirts, anyone needs t you know, and it's, it's, yeah. it's, I think it's, yeah, it's like that. I mean, yes, from <clears throat> well, the Corona, main pro- it's the coronavirus uh, is the problem. But I don't know. I think it's an oversaturation of people doing shit Some on their own too. Damn liberals well, there out is, there just not letting nothing in. There's so many, there's so many factors that play into why it's so difficult to get hands on product right now. And once the pandemic happened, all of our, all of the t-shirt suppliers and manufacturers did a, a 180 and started manufacturing masks. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Right. And so then what they were doing is they were using all of their white and black material to for ma- to make yep. the masks. And then they're like, oh shit, we need to not use black and white because we're not going to have any to make t-shirts when we need shirts. So then they started doing you know, other, you know, colors. Right. Uh, but that came back totally to kind of bite them in the ass. Um, you know, uh, we've had, uh, multiple price increases this year, you know, so we're dealing, we're dealing with, we can't get our hands on product and we're dealing with the increased, not only just on shirts, but all the raw goods that go into it. So inks like our favorite red ink that we have used since the garage days, which, has been my favorite and I've been out of the production part of the screen printing process for a really, really long time. Yeah. And I've come to, to find out that our screen printer doesn't like that red. He no says, way. Yeah, it's so funny. After all that. Yeah, he said it, it's too thick and it sticks to the bottom of the screens. That's you just funny. can't get like the, you know, the temp right to get it just to kind of glide and around and do you what can't it, get it anyways. Well, it, it was funny. It was like I ordered it back in July and it was supposed to uh, five gallon bucket was supposed to hit sometime the end of November. So you look around the back of the shop, it might be there. Yeah. <laughs> he fucking just is like, nah, <laughs> that didn't show up. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck this red ink. <laughs> so, you know, anyways, we, 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 we switched to a, a different red that, you know, was available and he's happy now. So, yeah. but I mean, it's, it, it's, it's pretty intense with, with how much things are increasing and how hard it is. You know, just going back to that story that you were saying, and we deal with it every single day. So there's, I feel like there's two 
really critical things that happen on a regular basis, right? So client orders shirts, we'll just use a number of 100. And you go and you're trying to find that sand or that tan mm -hmm. and you can't find it or you find it and go, hey, we normally get you this color and this style, but this is the closest thing that I can find. Is this cool? Yeah, that's cool. Well, it took them five hours to get back to you. Oh, you're yeah. going to order it and now that stuff that was available five hours not ago, available. not available, like right? That, so it goes that For fast real. or the real kicker, this happens to us every single day is it was available. You have it in your cart, but you're loading up your cart with two other orders. And when you go to check out, it'll all, show you the thing. Oh, like, no, this isn't available. This change. Yeah, this, this isn't available anymore. Oh, so now you, you've already gone back to your client once. Now you got to go back to them again and you're kind of doing all the, all of this. Yep. So before a shirt order would come in, you'd order it, you'd get it, you'd print it and you get a check. Now order comes in and you're having so much dialogue with the customer just to try to get product and something they'll sign off on if you can even get it. So it, you know, it's a, that's, that's one of the, the biggest frustrating things too that, that we're dealing with. Yep. That's so gnarly. What, uh, this is totally random, but what school, what high, where'd you go to school? You're from here. I am. Yeah. Where'd yeah, you go to school? I went, uh, I got my high school at, Education at the St. Pete High School. Oh, the St. Pete High. The, the, the St. Little Pete. Devil or the Green Devil. The Green Devil, yes. yes. That's literally right there. It is, yes. Right that is my road. that is my alma mater. That's where uh, Beasley's uh, son goes. Good. That's where mm -hmm. Tara went too. It's a good time to go there. They just did like oh, really? did a, like that. Oh, you know, they got a new football, new looking. football field. They redid the whole front. That yeah. school's been there forever. You know who else went there? Jeff and Bobby's grandmother. Went, oh, really? Went to St. Pete High. That's yeah, my wild. dad went there too. Like, really? Yeah. That's gnarly. Yeah, my dad will never listen to this podcast, but it was really cool. Uh, <laughs> me and my wife bought, uh, you know, the family house like six years ago, five, six years ago, mm. you know, right, mm. right as Irma like came through. And uh, so, uh, and the irony of the whole story is my dad moved to St. Pete in 1958 he moved to st pete from connecticut when he was 10 and they my grandfather bought that house and then when i was 10 in 1987 88 um my dad bought the house from my grandfather and then you know and we, you bought the house from your parents from yeah, yeah that's from so nice yeah so the, well, where a lot are you of at? <clears throat> what neighborhood you over uh, by crescent lake yeah crescent heights yeah oh, okay Solid, it's, so, solid little hood. I thought yeah. that was so cool. That was one of the coolest things was when I heard that you bought the house. I was like, that's so rad it's because it was cool. the first place. It's a super nice house. It's really cool. It's in a great little neighborhood. But like, I just loved that. Like, I remember going there to get shirts and like sometimes his mom or dad would be there because Scooter wasn't there. They'd be like, yeah, 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 well, here's here's the shirts. And they'd give them to me at the doorway. And, you know, 10, 15 years later, now it's Scooter's house. Yeah. It's cool. so, I don't know. That's so awesome. Yeah, it's wild. Yeah. My dad Love was like that. trying to get us to buy it long before. And I was like, no way, no way. You know, yeah. it's just weird when you like, but then, you know, it made sense. It's a good house, right? It's great. It's perfect. Yeah. yeah. How many bedrooms is it? It is, it's, it's one, two, three. It's three, like three and a half. There's yeah. like a real small, like nursery room but it's old 
That's like old St. Pete. That's like Brick Road St. Pete. Yeah, it's yeah. cool over there. It was built in like, well, according to the docks, it was like built in 1925. But, oh, no shit. But, you know, back then there was, a I think, the hurricane that came through. That oh, came yeah. through. And, John's and, and, and then um, when that hurricane came through, the it took out the city building that held all the documents of when houses were actually built. So oh, no that was like a default year. So they didn't know the Everything exact year. Was it was like 1925, 1926. You ever have any uh, paranormal? You ever have any paranormal activity? You ever, like ghosts? Oh, yeah, no, no. Nothing weird? Yeah, no. This is an old-ass building, too. Or this thing right here, like my my apartment. I'll show it to you. We'll go up there when we're done. Um, I'll introduce you to Patty. I've, you haven't met Patty, have you? On the plane. On the plane? Oh, shit, that's right. We what? saw them on the way to uh, Skeen, Tahoe. Right? When we went to really? Tahoe, yeah. Well, I, w- I, I didn't go to Tahoe. I got off in... Where did I see you at? Well, it was on the plane. But I think you guys no, no, stayed on the plane or you took, you, you were going to Tahoe, but I think we were going to Park City. Yeah, that's right. He was going to Park City. We were going to Lake Tahoe. And I literally had a mask on and everything, mm. right? And I'm walking down the aisle and I hear, and we're like stuck because some idiot doesn't know how to put a fucking piece of luggage in the overhead. Oh, yeah. It's not hard. It's not hard. It's never been hard. Yeah. Then, so then, we're then why there. was it so hard for you to put it in? I, I didn't even do it. I never bring a overhead compartment style. I do one that can go underneath the seat in front of me because that is respectful to other people and not a dickhead maneuver. Like fucking dealing with that, wrestling with that shit. But anyway, so I'm standing there waiting for this moron to fucking figure it out. And I hear Dustin and I'm like, and I look over and it's Scooter right fucking there. And I'm like, holy shit, Scoot. And then right as I'm excited because I want to talk to him because I'm like, holy shit, it's Scooter. I want to say something. Now the asshole figures out how to put the thing in the overhead and sits down. And now I have to walk away. Oh, yeah. I hated that. Help. I was like, <laughs> yeah. well, now, now I can't. I, I can't do it right now, Scoot. And we're, we're all masked up. Uh, yeah, it's yeah, not like you can get up and slide up, yeah. and walk over to him. Yeah, you I know. Talk. It's yeah. not like it's the, the 90s when you yeah. can do that. Yeah. You can just hang out. Bring whatever you want on. Yeah, well, here's a fun fact. Uh, let's see here. This has probably been like back in 1997, 98. We used to go to Tampa TIA and play airport tag. Oh, yeah. What's airport oh, yeah. tag? It, dude, you, you, we would basically we would say, hey, you can only go on A and C. And then you'd like be like on a shuttle and then you'd see your friends on the shuttle. You know what I mean? So you would like oh, split yeah, off in a tent. Yeah, yeah. free run. The airport was, the dead. It was It was dead. No one was there. We'd go there like 11 o'clock at night and play airport tag. Yeah. That is Get hilarious. stoned in the parking garage, in the top of the roof of the parking garage and hang out. Hey, you, there's, that's, so, that's something that kids these days will never no know. No way. Ever. Yeah. Like yeah. you're not good. You can't even get on the monorail unless you're going somewhere now. Yeah. You can't yeah. do anything. It's crazy. Yeah. It's weird. I, I it's, it's cool. Like you used to be able to do that and you used to be able to like, when Smoke I was a little grandparents too, that was great. walk you to the front or your family, you know, someone would take you and hang out with you till your flight left. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you walk Whatever. to the gate, yeah, that, or meet at the gate. That's my favorite story for uh my buddy Corey. I picked him up from the airport one time. So Corey Lopez is a pro surfer and he's my friend. Okay. <laughs> so anyways, he's like, Hey Dustin, can you pick me up? I'm like, Yeah, yeah, no problem. And I'm like twenty I'm not that old, but I'm like old enough to know the difference mm-hmm. i should have known i'm like 26 25 tell him to get a cab no i should have yeah exactly grown-ass man <laughs> well, he, no, i don't know I, was, I don't know what the deal was 
Yeah, probably but I was picking boards and shit with him. Or yeah, it was boards and shit. And it was his, oh, it was his car. It was his Suburban. Oh, yeah. He's like, hey, grab the Suburban come scoop me. I'm like, all right, cool. So I've only picked someone up one way, okay? This, I was this when you were GMing at uh, Nectin? They just, yeah, they, they, yeah, okay, yeah, exactly. yeah, yeah, So he kind of so, was your boss in, yeah, a, in, exactly. a, in a weird so, way. Yeah, my boss is calling me. Okay, so I'm like, all right, whatever. So I grab his car, go up there. But I only know, I've only picked up family members. And when you pick up a family member, you park that motherfucking car in the short-term parking. And yeah. And you go to their terminal and you wait for them to get off the monorail and you wait for them like hey what's going on and you walk them down and you go get their bags and you walk so but and you know Corey's world traveler guy he's like in his mind i'm just gonna meet him on the curb he's gonna have his boards he'll already been through the bag pickup you know and he'll get in and we'll go and he, he like gets off the monorail doors open up and i'm like hey and he's like what are you doing and i'm like picking you up and he's like all right, <laughs> you want to go? Okay, he's just like, all right, let's walk down. Did you, to- you have a sign for him? Like, no, I didn't have home. a sign, but he's like, he's like, you didn't have to like come all the way Mr. here, Corey. He's literally like, you could have, you know, you could have curbside picked me up, and I was like, uh, I felt really stupid first, but then I was like, but I mean, what the f- I matter. mean, whatever. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean. Like, this is the only way I've ever picked anyone up. Like, the only people I picked up from the airport at that point was my grandmother, my mom, maybe my girlfriend. You know what I mean? Like people that you better go wait at outside of the monorail for, you know what I mean? So, so going back to maybe your girlfriend, like she was a girl, but she may have been a girl that you're picking up or maybe no, it was my girlfriend. Yeah. Yeah. He doesn't want to admit he has any other girlfriends in case Patty listens. Extremely no, she jealous. <laughs> she hits me. Maybe my girlfriend. Me. I mean, this girl I was dating, but I kind of didn't like her that much, you know. Yeah, they were all they're they're they don't count. None of else counts. <laughs> but yeah, anyways. But yeah, that was my that's that's me playing railroad tag or whatever that was. Yeah. Airport tag. Airport tag. Tag Ooh. Corey, you're it. I love you so all much. Right. Are we um Yeah, let's done, wrap it up, dude. It's Fade. been a fucking hour and a half. Yeah, it's a good one. But the other thing I was going to say is what would you say, Scoot, to somebody that's about to start their own screen printing company? What advice would you give them? Don't do it. <laughs> Get the fuck out of here. Yeah. Gone, well, scram. No, it's, I think the easiest thing is, you know, do it, right? You know, um, take the leap. Don't be afraid to make mistakes. Um, and, but don't be afraid to fine-tune the craft along the way. So, um, it's a lot of trial and error, so just keep keep grinding, you know. And okay, I will. Yeah, <laughs> just keep doing it, you know. So, oh, yeah. and, and I think with 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 experience comes like that that confidence, you know. So the other thing is just because it's the way that it works or the way that you've always done it doesn't mean it's the right way or the way you should be doing it. So, you know, at certain points, you need to kind of sort of take that step back and reevaluate what you're doing and, and really kind of, you know, get that process dialed in, you know, and just kind of make time. Um, kind of like what you were saying, right? You're so busy, you don't have time to print your own stuff. Well, mm-hmm. you're always gonna be busy, right? So what you need to do is you need to block off time to, just focus on little segments of, of whatever you might be struggling with or whatever you want to work on and get better. So spending time in your screen room, you know, really mm-hmm. kind of dialing in and, and making sure that s- screens are really getting clean. They're really getting 
coded properly. You know, all that, you know, sort of like technical the little things the little th- that you got to do. But though. it's 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 crazy where, you know, with what we do, one it's like the ripple effect. So one thing really affects everything. So if you don't if you don't if one thing's not working, it's going to really affect the end result. So mm-hmm. if you if you can get everything working, you know, simultaneously, harmoniously, you'll really really be able to produce something something special which is which is ultimately and, what we yeah. want to do and people and that's how you get more business yeah it yeah. does feel good to make good shit happen i love it all right cool good to go yeah cheers thanks scoot i love you so much love you too man. thanks guys